Welcome, and thanks for listening to 9 and 10 News Focus, brought to you by Lake Effect Digital. I'm Kevin Essebeggers. This is their history. These atrocities made them who they are. They persevered and retained their culture, despite these attempts to, to wash it away. Um, so I think it shows them as being strong people and helps explain who they are today. There's a new effort in Michigan to rewrite the history books to teach what really happened to Native Americans in this country and state. It's the history many students never learn, and it does include painful topics of abuse and relocation, but also lessons of tribal governance and economies of early civilizations. It's beginning to be incorporated in the social studies curriculum in Michigan, and reporter Tracy Mariello from Chalkbeat Detroit and Bridge, Michigan, dug deeper into the story. All right, Tracy, I just want to begin with uh, why indigenous curriculum is being added now to social studies programs in Michigan. Why was this the time to do it? That is a really great question. Um, and I think that there's been a movement in this direction for um, a few years anyway, in other states um, that also like Michigan um, have high or higher populations of Native American people. But I think it sort of reached a, a critical point over the last year or so as more and more information came out um, about uh, uh, bodies of children being found on the sites of former Indian boarding schools. Um, the, the news out of Canada is what kind of really got the ball rolling on this? Yes, I'd say there, there was uh, big news out of Canada about a year ago um, about many uh, uh, remains of children found at the site of a former Indian boarding school there. Um, and also around the same time, the U.S. Department of Interior put out a report that showed in some detail uh, the kinds of abuses that occurred at these boarding schools um, that, that were really trying to erase Indigenous culture and traditions. And so with this movement underway, there's actually some state funding, some education funding that was put toward this specific uh, curriculum, correct? Yes, there's $750,000 in the state budget to develop the curriculum. Um, and this is being done uh, jointly. I think this is really important. It's being done between the Michigan Department of Education and the Confederation of Michigan Tribal Education Departments. So it's indigenous people themselves that are helping to develop the curriculum and shape it. And I think that that is uh, hugely important because for so long, um, everyone else was telling their story. Um, and now they native people are telling their own stories, the stories of their ancestors. And it's not what I was taught in elementary school about Thanksgiving, the, you know, the happy uh, uh, pilgrims and Indians got together and had a grand feast um, is not, what I was taught is not the reality. And I fear that um, I'm not the only person that was taught these things that was taught uh, uh, this glowing version of history. Right. You're not, and I'm really the only thing uh, that I remember that even touched on the truth was the Trail of Tears. We learned about the Trail of Tears and that's the only thing really Um but this goes much farther than that. Can, from your reporting, from uh, talking to people who are developing this curriculum, um, who have some input, what what will it include? So it will definitely include um, a lot of information from the 19th century, including uh, the Trail of Tears, the Mexican-American War, um, uh, territorial expansion, um, a lot of things that that uh, people my age were not taught in school. 
Uh, actually, this curriculum has gotten, uh, there's been a lot of talk about it on the Michigan uh, Reddit feed. I love Reddit. Um, and someone on there said that they were always taught that, of course, the settlers did horrible things to Native people. Now let's move on to more important things. That was kind of the extent of it. Um, so now this is really important to Native Americans. Um, this is their history. These atrocities made them who they are. They persevered and retained their culture despite these attempts to, to wash it away. Um, so I think it shows them as being strong people and helps explain who they are today. And uh, who they are today is there, there are 12 federally recognized tribes in Michigan. Uh, how involved are they in this process? Um, well, all of the 12 tribes have representatives on the Confederation of Michigan Tribal Education Departments. Um, so they are all uh, uh, having input uh, through that organization, which operates from what I understand. It, it's not um, a hierarchical organization. It, it's um, everyone has sort of an equal role um, okay. in doing the work that they do. Right. And, you know, there's been a lot of coverage of critical race theory and people pushing back on 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 and changing history lessons in our schools. And here we are changing history lessons and social studies in our schools. Has there been, did you find it, has there been pushback on this like there has been on, on uh, other curriculum changes? Um, so far, I have not uh, been made aware of any particular pushback, particularly on this curriculum, but this is also uh, new. I don't think a lot of people knew about it until Chalkbeat and Bridge wrote about it last week. Um, so I don't know if these same groups that uh, are opposing critical race theory uh, might also come out of the woodwork as they have in some other states that tried to change the way history of indigenous peoples um, is taught. Um, you know, this contingent is, is um, they want a rosier view of American history. I think that they have a fear that um, if children have this information, uh, white children will feel guilty for the sins of their ancestors. And that's a fear that they have. Um, so I think it's something that uh, uh, school districts need to take into account. There is, I would suspect, going to be some opposition and some people who uh, like the status quo. Right. And there has to be a way to approach this and learn just the facts of what happened without attaching emotions of guilt or to anyone who's learning it, correct? Right. And I, I think that that is what school districts are trying to do. That's what teachers are trying to do. They're trying to uh, create critical thinkers that are going to come up with their own um, judgments and opinions um, if they are just presented the facts. But right now they're not being given the facts at all. Uh, lots of people are graduating from schools in Michigan and other schools around the country without knowing anything about things like these Indian boarding schools, which is huge, actually, because I, I think there's, there's a little bit of irony there because these boarding schools were created, including at least five in Michigan. Uh, they were created specifically to uh, assimilate, to uh, erase um, indigenous culture, make everyone the same, make everyone American. These children were not allowed to practice their traditions, wear their clothing, speak their native languages. And now we have schools that are saying, we want you to learn about this. We, we want you to learn about the things that we were once trying to erase. So I think that that's ironic in a way and, and kind of huge. 
Right. And there are people who uh, may not at this point in time may not learn about these things unless they go to college and when they're in college elect to take a course on indigenous peoples. So this is taking it into the public schools where it's taught broadly. Right. So everyone will have at least some base of knowledge. Um, I, I talked recently to a professor at Northern Michigan University in the Center for Native American Studies. Um, her name is April Lindala, and uh, uh, she is indigenous. And she um, was just surprised at the students who had come into some of her courses without ever having learned some of this stuff. And these are students largely that are choosing to take courses. Um, that, so they have an interest um, and they they don't know a lot of things that that she uh, thinks are pretty basic and that they should know graduating from high school in Michigan. And Tracy, why did you feel that it was important to give some coverage to this? Do you think this is, is going to have a, a big impact? Um, I think it's important for parents to know about what their children are learning in school. Um, and here's the other thing is that teachers are under a tremendous amount of pressure to cover a wide range of uh, information, uh, some of which is tested on standardized tests that schools and students and teachers are accountable for. Um, and when you do add something, it may um, it may cause adjustments in other areas of the curriculum. You can't just keep adding and adding and adding without taking away. So I'm a little bit curious as this pans out into, uh, uh, you know, how, how they're going to fit it in to what they are already are obligated to teach or want to teach. Right. And then at that point, uh, we may start seeing uh, school board meetings and things where there, there may be some, some people becoming vocal, uh, more vocal about the addition of this indigenous education uh, into the curriculum. Tracy Moriello from Chalkbeat, Detroit and Bridge, Michigan. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you. You can read Tracy's full story at detroit.chalkbeat.org. Thank you for listening. And I hope you'll join me again as we take a closer look at issues in the news affecting Northern Michigan. Nine in 10 News Focus is brought to you by Lake Effect Digital.